0: Welcome to the inside story on franchising with valuable insights on how to create multiple streams of income through franchising and building businesses. Host Ricardo Matos has spent more than 25 years building businesses in multiple industries and helping other business owners succeed. His expertise and entrepreneurial know-how will educate and inspire you. On the show, Ricardo brings together industry experts and insiders who share solutions and strategies along with a passion for helping entrepreneurs make the best decision when it comes to buying a franchise or any business opportunity and much more.
1: Welcome to the Inside Story of Franchise podcast. Today, we have Charles Reed. He is an accomplished senior executive and entrepreneur with more than 50 years in financial leadership experience in a broad range of in- industries as well as a licensed certified public accountant CPA. Charles, welcome to the Inside Story of Franchise. How are you doing today, sir?
2: I'm doing well, Ricardo, very well. Thank you, it's a pleasure to be here.
1: I'm glad that, uh, to have you a part of our, uh, in our franchise podcast. There's a lot of our viewers and listeners who are always wanting to know information about CPAs uh, knowledge and wisdom for their business, what can you tell us about yourself and who you are and what is it that you actually do or your organization does?
2: Well, I'm, a, I'm a, as you said, I'm a certified public accountant. I'm also a U.S. tax court practitioner. I've been a member of the IRS Advisory Council for the last three years. I own payroll companies. We process payroll for small and medium-sized businesses around the country and we've been doing it for 30 years. Uh, I'm an author. Uh, my most current book is The Payroll
1: Book. Let's see it. Let's see it. The in the middle. Right there. Oh, The Payroll Book. The okay. Payroll Book,
2: a guide for small businesses and startups.
1: Oh, very that's, nice.
2: That's 30 years of wisdom distilled to
1: 85,000 words. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. So that's, interesting. that's, that's me. That's you in a nutshell, right? <laughs> And what are some of the ways that you can help business to succeed? What can you enlighten us on that based on what you just stated with in your book? I mean, you said you have 30 years in the field. What can uh, you enlighten us on that?
2: Well, there's a lot of things, but for, for startups and small businesses, new franchises, you, you need to be straight with the government. You need to get all your numbers, your, then you need to file all your forms, file all your taxes make all your deposits and do that on a regular basis. Don't. Don't try and do shortcuts. Don't try and pay people under the table. Don't hire people as independent contractors instead of employees. Uh, Know what the rules are. Uh, That's what the book is for, to to take new businesses, new franchises, uh, new entrepreneurs and teach them all the ins and outs of payroll. Uh, And if in fact they say, it's worth it for me to do it, and I have to agree with that, they call us and we'll do it for you for a small fee. That's what we're in business something. for.
1: Yeah, and, and that's, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Um, what's the most new business do to be in tax compliant? What are some of those key aspects that they need to be in compliance for a new business? Okay, every state has
2: state unemployment. You need to go get your number, you need to go get your rate, and you need to report your people on a regular basis. All but seven states have state income tax withholding. You have to withhold from your employees and you may have to withhold from yourself. If you incorporate and you're filing as an S corporation or C corp, or you're an LLC filing as an S corp, you're an employee of your own company and you have to take W2 wages. You don't have a choice. You don't get to choose independent contractors. There's laws, there's a whole bunch of rules and you've got to follow those rules on who's an independent contractor and who's an employee. If you don't, you're gonna get into trouble. And all it takes to get you in trouble is one disgruntled ex-employee to go down to the local unemployment office. And if you haven't reported them, they'll be out within two weeks to audit your entire business.
1: Can you elaborate on that more in depth? When you mean, uh, let's say, a disgruntled employee that goes and make a complaint, would they have to have a particular evidence of facts to no. cause a, an audit on a particular company?
2: All they have to do is go say, "I won't my unemployment and the unemployment office says we don't have any record of, of your business of the business or of you on that business or of unemployment taxes or anything else I think and they'll be out there within two weeks auditing I your think. entire business that's all it takes because they know it happens all the time so they get a tip and it may be an anonymous tip okay somebody writes a letter to them and says you you're doing something wrong they'll come and audit, that's their job. And they have no problem getting their ass out there and auditing everything you're doing. So, and and unemployment audits are not a matter of if, they're a matter of when you will get audited for unemployment purposes, I promise you. It may not be this year or next year, but you will get audited. Normally it's about a four or five year cycle for every company within the state to get audited. And if
1: they don't have you on the records,
2: they'll come out immediately
1: so that's basically when a company has a particular employee who they say they have a registered as a personal employee and they're taking deductions on them but then when it comes out to the reality at the end of the year and they get a w-2 they find out that w-2 never existed or when they get um you know they get laid off they have no benefits whatsoever within the department of labor so they have to get compensated overall so that's one of the things that. Um, when people become business owners, they want to make sure that they have all line, all those things lined up, correct?
2: Absolutely. It, yeah, it's expensive. It's time-consuming. It's a pain in the whatever. But you okay. got, it's part of being in business in this country. Those are things you have to do. You can't avoid them. You can't get around them. Uh, people try all the time, and they get caught all the time, and they get put out of business all the time. Yeah, you've got, you've got to do the right things. It's just, you know, you, you can get away with speeding occasionally, but sooner or later you're going to get caught. Yeah, You know, you can get away with with shorting the till. As long as you don't do it too much, you'll probably get away with it. But with employees, you have people who are going to be proactive getting their benefits, and if you don't treat them right, they're going to turn you in. They don't yes. care. Yes. If they're an ex-employee, they don't care about you anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I see.
1: you. I see. So let me ask you, this: what can you share with us? Uh, what are some of the major challenges the business having experiences or experiencing with COVID-19 due to the fact, current condition that we're currently going through?
2: Well, there's a lot of things going on. Hopefully everybody got their PPP loan and they're processing their forgiveness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a pain, all the paperwork, but it, it can be done. Whoever you're doing payroll with or however you're doing it should be able to Create the reports that you need to send into the SBA. We we've done it for all of our clients, okay? Because most of them got applied for, and many of them got their PPP loans. Some of them went for the emergency disaster, but not many. Most of them went for the PPP. Uh, The FFR FFCRA. uh, You know, there was a lot of things about the time off you were supposed to pay people for. It's not been a big deal. Uh, Because if you're under 50 employees, you pretty much can ignore it. And most people have, Mm -hmm. though you should have been paying them. If you had to have them off, a lot of people worked from home and got full pay. A lot of things have gone on, but you've got to, you've got to tread lightly with those rules and, and follow the rules. Mm -hmm. Uh, This most recent one with the tax deferral near the end of the year for the last three months, uh, basically nobody except the government took it because if you allowed your employees not to pay in the taxes, then they have to pay them in the first quarter of next year or the first five months of next year. If they leave, you're on the hook. You gotta pay them as the employer. Yeah. So none of, our, none of our clients took it. And uh, none of our clients would allow their employees to defer those taxes because they didn't wanna take the risk. And that was okay. a, a big risk. So they just said, no, we're not gonna participate. So the, the FFRCA uh, is is the big one at the moment the ppp is over but get your forgiveness don't forget it don't put it off
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh and then next year unemployment rates are going to go up your unemployment taxes are going to go up i've seen increases already of 500 percent in some states for yep. the rate the rates okay. are going up and the limits are going up so that's going to go up and then in 2022 you're going to be hit in many states with a SUTA uh surcharge credit i think uh you're you're food rate will go up and may go up for several years in 22, 23, 24. Nice. I mean, California took five or six years to get out of it the last time. And they're the biggest borrower. So you can figure on paying extra food taxes uh, for at least three or four years in California, mm-hmm. Illinois, and so on. Uh, there's at least 20 states and there'll be more before it's over. So that's going
1: up. Uh, God only knows. Let me ask you, how can business leverage the PPP loan forgiveness program when now the new year is gonna come into place and how is it gonna be affected depending on the type of uh, entity condition each individual have between LLC, a C corporation or S corporation. What are some of those uh, burdens the things due to the fact that the PPP loan forgiveness program have taken into place?
2: Well, the PPP loan is designed now you know, through Congress to be forgiven and not be taxable income, regardless of the entity, okay. okay? It was originally, and Congress has gone back and said, no, it's not because the IRS said it was, and it, legally it was, it was it was not taxable to you, but the expenses you paid with it weren't deductible. Okay. That's the IRS rationale, and that's how the law was written. Uh, that Congress just ignored it when they did the PPP, but they have fixed that. So when you file your forgiveness in all your entities, uh, that should be totally forgiven. And it's basically free money for the government. So it was a good deal and just apply for your forgiveness. Uh, you, you can do 60%, as little as 60% as payroll, then your mortgage payments, your utilities and other things can be part of that 100%. So uh, work with your lender. Uh, they'll have forms, my, my personal lender, it's all electronic and it all has to be submitted electronically they review it and they didn't like what I did the first time. So I had to redo some of it uh, cause they got real picky about things. But
1: oh, yeah, so it was a learning curve for a lot of companies like yours to making sure that that's done correctly. Now you guys are an expert at it. Okay. It was a
2: learning curve for, for us personally as well as with all of our clients. So yeah, but it, it, it's something that is going on right now and you, you need to get on and get it done. So you get it forgiven preferably in this year. Because if it goes over to next year, it, sh- it shouldn't be a problem,
1: but with the IRS. Well, can you tell us well, more about the disaster recovery plan and who qualified for this and what are the, uh, the processes?
2: Well, the disaster recovery uh, was a- another way to get loans. Uh, you know, Supposedly in the beginning, you could apply for it and get $10,000 automatically. They immediately cut that back to a thousand. Uh, and it's a longer process, but it is a much longer term payout, but you got to pay it back and you have to pay it with a, a minimal interest. It's not forgiven. Mm-hmm. So the PPP was a preferable, uh, from that point of view, but those things are, are basically over again. Um, everything in, in the CARE Act, uh, dies as of the 26th of December. So if you haven't gotten it, you're not going to. Uh, so if you've gotten it, that's great. You just have to pay it back over it's either 15 or 25 years uh, with uh, about 3% interest, still not a bad deal.
1: Now, what are some of the ways that uh, businesses can avoid employment tax penalties through using some of these programs?
2: Avoiding employment tax programs basically comes down to not firing people. And when you have to fire them, fire them for cause. So you need to have an employee handbook. It's really a requirement that lays out when, are, when you can terminate people and why you can terminate them. Does your company that does payroll handle this kind of human resources entity also? Absolutely. We have a whole source, human resource package that's multiple levels and it goes up through and including custom design handbooks and so on. Uh, there's software that will do it. We can do it. We have partners and, and someone that can work with you uh, and, and develop that handbook that you need because it, in this day and age, it's required. Because if you don't have that, basically anybody you fire is going to get their unemployment and you're going to be charged back for it. Yeah. Now, one of the nice things that most of the states have done this year is the extra COVID unemployment that was pushed through, they're going to socialize that. Everybody's going to pay it. In other words, if you had to lay people off because of COVID, they're not going to tack that onto your unemployment rate.
1: Yeah. They're
2: going to tack it onto everybody's. So they're socializing. So the people that had to lay off large quantities of people are not going to get penalized because they didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. You know, they were forced to, because of COVID, lay these people off. The states are not going to make each individual company pay that back like they would for regular unemployment. So that's good for the people that laid it off, had people laid off. For people that didn't didn't lay anybody off, they're going to get penalized. But it's going to be it's not going to be huge, but it's going to be for everybody.
1: So let me ask you this. Let's say there's an organization that have not applied for the PPP program and now with the second wave of, of this COVID-19 taking place, uh, how, how are people seeing the opportunities of applying and being qualified for the PPP program? And also, what are the possible conditions that they may not even get it?
2: Well, at the moment, nobody's getting new ones. That program is 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 finite. It's gone. However, they're talking about another one right now in Congress. Uh, we have no idea what what Nancy and her crew are going to do in Congress uh, and what McConnell will accept. So, if if you can predict what Congress is going to do. Uh, let me know, because I want you to buy me some
1: auto tickets, okay? Yes. Well, because <laughs> you can predict the future. If you didn't apply when it was available, forget about it. Uh, there's nothing unless otherwise something shows up. Okay. Well, in that right. respect, what do we it, stand? It's really? gone. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, it, so what it's are gone. some of the opportunities that people that can use some other benefits and similarity to those programs, if there's any available?
2: There's really not much at the moment. Right. Okay. Under the FFCRA, uh, there's still some. Uh, if you lay people off because of COVID, uh, because they have COVID or they have to take care of somebody, uh, you can get some of that as tax credits. Okay. okay? Uh, talk to your CPA, talk to your payroll provider. There's some hoops you got to jump through to do it, but there is some relief if you've laid people off a- and pay them. Okay. In other words, if they, if you've had to lay them off, but you're continuing to pay them after 60 days, it's, it's basically, it's an emergency FMLA family, family medical leave act is what they call it. But this one, you can get a tax credit against your other payroll taxes. If you're paying people, you've had to lay off because of COVID for up to 13 weeks.
1: Interesting. There
2: is that that's still available for another few weeks. Uh, but that 's about the only thing that 's left until Congress passes if they do some more relief whether and i don 't know whether that 's going to be twelve hundred bucks for everybody or whether it 's going to be a new round of PPP or what we, we it 's all up in the air i wish I had I wish I had a, a better handle on it but and i I follow it daily
1: so let me ask you this in relation to um where do we stand in the current conditions of society based on political aspect and accounting expectations of the coming year from the IRS? Do you actually predict that there's going to be an additional extension to correct all the different ins and out of the PPP program for the current businesses as they stated as they did last year?
2: Absolutely. The, the PPP program was changed about 40 times. Okay. Uh, frankly, the final regulations covering all the details probably won't be out for another two years because okay. things will happen, things will come up, people will file lawsuits, people will file complaints, and all those regulations will have to be written, vetted. The IRS is not fast at writing regulations. Yeah. And the, all those are going to have to be done. And it's going to take another year or two before the final, final details, even though the program's dead. The final details about the taxability and the forgiveness and everything else, it's not over yet.
1: I see. So, child we're running out of time, but can you tell us more uh, for our listeners and for people who are looking at this on YouTube? How can they contact you? How can they connect with you? And where can they reach out to you?
2: Absolutely. Getpayroll.com. That's our website. The book is available at thepayrollbook.com or on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Uh, they can reach me, cjr at getpayroll is my email. Or frankly, they can pick up the phone, 972-353-0000. Ask for Charles.
1: Well, Charles, I definitely love to, I I love to enjoy, I really enjoy our conversation, uh, getting information about PPP program and all the different forgiveness programs, how they entail for our listeners. I wanna thank you again for part of our podcast and I definitely wish you a lot of success in moving forward, helping other businesses to strive for success. And again, thank you very much for being part of this podcast. Ricardo, my pleasure, anytime. You've
0: been listening to the Inside Story on Franchising with your host, Ricardo Matos. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. That way, you'll never miss a new episode and you can help spread the word to more entrepreneurs like yourself. We really appreciate that effort and we'll catch you next time.